four lines in the top of the Amid at the new Mishnah. As we already learned many times in the Gemara, there are many different malachas that the Torah states that you're allowed to do on Yantav Lutzerich Eichel Nefesh. As the Pasuk says, and we learned before, for example, Bishal, Afia, Havar, and Haitzah were all things that were allowed to be done for Yantav at least Lutzerich Eichel Nefesh and potentially even Shalai Lutzerich Eichel Nefesh according to Basil, because we would say, Now we will see there are many different malachas. For example, we use the klal of Melisha Ve'elach that the only time it would be mutter is only from kneading dough and onwards, but any melacha that is even done in regard to food preparation but is from prior to Lisha, since it could be done before Yantiv, therefore it is not going to be hetter to do it on Yantiv. Now, included in this klal is melachas teichin, is generally if you're going to go and try to grind something up, which is the normal ways to do it with a stone pestle together with a stone mortar, and that's the way they used to crush things up, that would be also even the tzarech eichel nefesh on Yantiv. But as we will see in our Mishnah and our Gomorrah, there will be a chuk in certain items, for example, like spices and salt, where you'll be able to do trina, you'll actually be able to grind them or chop them up, but you'd have to do it potentially with some sort of a shinoi. So let's start the Mishnah. Beishami states, Tavlin, when you want to crush up spices, then we only allow you to crush it up if you use a wood pestle, even if you can use a stone mortar, because at least you have a shinoi where instead of using an instrument or a utensil, which was made out of stone in order to crush it, which was the item that you actually crushed it with and you banged it with, you actually used a wood pestle instead. Ve'amelech, if someone has large chunks of salt and he wants to crush it up, then you could use either one of two methods. Either pach, you could use an earthenware flask and not use a stone mortar, which is a greater shinoi. And if you use an earthenware flask, then you could use a stone pestle, uva etzapara, or you could use a mixing spoon. And therefore, instead of using a wood pestle or a stone pestle, you're using a mixing spoon, which is a greater shinoi. And then again, you could use a stone mortar. And they go one dagger less than Beishamai. And therefore, Tavlin, but again, spices, you can crush them on Yontiv in the regular way. You don't have to have any shinoi, and you could use a pestle and a mortar, could both be of stone. However, but again, salt, it has to have some sort of shinoi, and therefore, you have to use a wood pestle. And once you use a wood pestle, then you can use a stone mortar, which is exactly what Beishamai actually said, Benigayah spices. So the Gemara starts, the Kuliyamamias, everyone agrees, Melech by Shinoi, that Melech needs a shinoi that's greater than spices because as we saw according to Beishamai that when you have spices he had a small shinoi and once he got the salt then he made a greater shinoi according to Beishil he said Benigayah spice you don't need any shinoi at all and Benigayah salt he needed some sort of shinoi so the Gemara asked my time and why is that Rav Huna Rav Chista Rav Huna Rav Chista say two pshat Rav one says Kal Gadeir is cool and Tzrichas Melech because every dish that you're going to make generally needs salt everyone puts salt in two dishes in order to spice it up they ain't Kal Gadeir is Tzrichas Tavlin but not every dish that you make needs spices and Lefizeh what he's saying is Melech of course it could be more chamor since you really knew that you're going to need Melech every single Yontiv so you should have really prepared it from before Yontiv and since you didn't prepare it from before Yontiv so therefore we made it in they have to do it with a shinoi. but since not every single dish needs spices and a person doesn't have to decide what his exact menu is going to be on Yontiv he could decide on Yontiv itself what he wants to eat and at that point he'll decide he needs spices so therefore there was no purpose and no reason for him to go and plan from before Yontiv to go and crush up and grind up the spices and that's why we allowed him to do it with a greater cooler on Yontav itself. And the other the reason is, since the moment that you crush up spices, it starts losing its power and starts losing its flavor. Therefore, we're more make on Yontav that you actually could go and break it up and crush it up on Yontav so it'll have better flavor. And that's why we weren't geyser. We didn't say that you have to have such a great shinoi. And according to Basil, you don't need a shinoi at all. However, Benigayah salt, since even if you crush it up, it doesn't lose its flavor. So therefore, there was no reason that you had to actually do it on 
Yantiv. You could have done it before Yantiv, and that's why we make Xerah, and we make a Takana, they have to have a Shinui. And the Gemara is, my Benau, what's Nafkamina between these two Pshatim of Huna and Rav Chista? The Gemara says, Ikka Benau, Nafkamina will be, the Yantiv, my Kadei, or Bailu Vishule. If someone knows on Arab Yantiv, they certainly going to eat a certain type of cooked food, then the din would be that according to the first Pshat, that a person doesn't know what he's going to actually use over here, since he knows that he needs a certain spice, he should have done it before Yantiv, and therefore on Yantiv, you actually have to have a Shinui. However, according to the second shot, that tavlin will lose its taste. So therefore, even though I knew what I'm going to eat on Yontiv itself, since the actual spices will not have the best flavor, so I could wait till Yontiv and actually go and crush the spices without a shinoi on Yontiv itself. Or I could give you another nafkamina, which would be exactly the opposite way. Bimarika, if you have a spice called saffron. Now, saffron is a spice which is generally not put into every single bishel. It's not put into every single cooked item. However, it's also a spice that doesn't lose its flavor and doesn't lose its power, even though it was crushed the day before, and therefore, the actual nafkamina would be pumfaket. According to the first reason in Gemara that said, that not every kader needs a spice, so over here also, since not every kader needs a spice, and over here, I wasn't sure I'm making an actual dish that's going to need saffron, therefore, there's no reason for a shinoi. However, according to the second time, because salt is something that doesn't lose its flavor, so since saffron also doesn't lose its flavor, therefore, over here, we're going to need a shinoi because you should have done it before Yontem. And I intend for two interesting Points. First of all, Taisa talks about the Psak and he says, that he goes with both Stodim and he goes with in both cases. Even though generally on Dinah the Rabbana, which this is, we generally go Basamekel, I and Shum, how he understands the Klaali Psak. And the other thing is that Taisa talks about over there is garlic as well as pepper. And at the end of Taisa, he says, an interesting Lashon of Taisa. In any case, the Gemara continues, that if you want to crush any types of spices, anything that needs to be crushed, you could do it in a regular manner as you do during the weekday, and you don't need a shinoi, but filu melech and even salt. And the Gemara is for Amr melech by shinoi, Lucharia Amish to state that even if you base hill, by all salt that you want to crush, you need to do a shinoi. So how can Rabbi Yudah say in the name of Shmuel that you do a kadakan and you don't need a shinoi? The Gemara says, Rabbi Yudah Mishmuel is going like this mandama, and as we will see, Rabbi Meir will have a different version of the machlekes of base hill and did Tanya as we learned to the Brisa on Rabbi Meir? Rabbi states Lanechel Beisham Beisol. There's no machlekes between Beisham Beisol and Nedechen on things that are crushed. She Nedechen Kedakon Umalchimon. That if you have salt together with all types of spices and you want to go and pound them and grind them or chop them up, the din is you could put them in a regular pestle and a regular mortar using a stone pestle and stone mortar, and there would be no problem, even though you're adding the salt to them. But since you're anyway doing this malacha, so we don't have a chiv to go and do any shina at all. And right away we see that this is different. Than Mishnah, because in our Mishnah we stated that Beishamah actually required a Shinoi even by all spices, and Hill was the only one that said that we don't need any Shinoi by other spices, and you could do it the same way you do it during the weekday. However, the Machlekes between Beishamah and Beishil is only, if you're going and taking salt, and you're crushing it by itself, then there's a Machlekes. Beishamah says, that you could go and crush salt, either in an earthenware flask, using a stone pestle, or you could use a mixing spoon and a stone Water. But in any case, you need a shinui according to Beishamah by salt. And Beishamah also says, let's see, the only amount of salt you'll have to crush on Yontiv is only a small amount, which is the amount of salt that people will generally use when they're roasting meat. And the reason is, either because roasted meat doesn't need malicha at all, and the only thing that you're using salt over there for is to give it flavor, or like we said before, Rashi actually holds that Sli also needs to have some sort of malicha data, but not as much as something which was cooked because the process of roasting will actually go and take out all of its blood. However, Avalayla you're not allowed to go and 
and use so much salt and go and crush up so much salt, which could be used in order to do malicha, to take out the blood from a piece of meat that's going to be used in cooking and not going to be used with sli, because there you need a lot more salt. And he holds you a lot of crush up salt in any type of kli, even if it's a kli that's a muksa item, and even if the item is so muksa that even if Shim would agree to such a muksa, for example, that's muksa machmas chasar kiss. But the Gemara says, how can you say that Basil is going to say that you're allowed to go and break it up and go crush salt, even in any kli, even if it's muksa? Why would Basil say such a din? Basil never stated that he could go and use a muksa item. What he meant to say is that you could go and crush up as much salt as you want, even if it's enough salt to go and cook basa, which is a large amount of salt. But Rashi points out that Lemaisa, as the Gemara said, on that point, Basil is still saying that every type of thing that's going to be a spice and it's crushed up could be done kedaka and you don't need a shimon at all and that part he never changed that shita b'negei salt and therefore when Rabbi Huda said in the name of Shmuel kalani dechen dechen kedaka b'afilomel that even salt doesn't need a shimon he was going with the version of Ramea in the Machlekes Beisham and Beisil and Lefizeh according to Beisil we don't need a shimon at all when you're crushing up salt and the Gemara continues Amle Rav Achabadl Lebrei Rav Achabadl told his son kedaikas when you go crush up salt for me on Yontiv even though I agree with the shita Rabbi Huda they could use a stone mortar and a stone pestle, but still I want to go and be machmer a little bit and not do a keder mamish and therefore lean the pestle and lean the mortar a little bit to the side and then crush it that way. But at least there'll be some sort of a shinoi and it won't be mamish of the dechal. And the Gemara continues, Rav Sheish was listening and he heard a sound of a pestle that was banging against a stone and therefore was stowed against the stone. It can't be that it's coming from my house because if I know that I pass my shmur but I still said that you should lean it to the side and therefore by the fact that they're banging it directly onto the clee I see they're not going like that psak so the Gemara is atzli, who said that they didn't actually lean it to the side and made a shinui on that the Gemara says the shamidavit call that Rav Sheshit was listening and he heard it was a very clear sound and he realized it was actually banging directly against the bottom of the clee and it wasn't on the side in fact maybe it was actually spices and there's no question that Lafi Basil that you don't need any shinui but gay regular spices the only question is but gay salt if you need some sort of a shinui or no shinui at all and the Gemara answers by spices when you're going and crushing it there's a very loud sound and Rav Shesha was a bucky in the different sounds that were made if you're crushing up spices or if you're crushing up salt Tanah we learned Enos and Tisni that when you're crushing up chitim they used to have different ways to crush it up there was a way that you should crush it up by banging into two pieces into three pieces and into four pieces so Tisni was the way they used to bang it and crush it up into quarters so in that case which it gets it much finer the din is that you're not allowed to do it on Yontiv then Kaitchim Machteshes you're also not a go and crush up wheat in a mortar. So the Gemara says, Tati, Lechayur, these two dinim are Lechayur, austere to each other because the first part of Brisa says that you now chop up wheat or kernels of wheat into quarters, but it's mashba that if you want to do the chilka and dice, it would be mutter because quarters is more of a tercha and going and cutting up or breaking it up into two pieces or three pieces, that's not such a great tercha. And then we said that you can't go and be kaitish, you can't go and place it in a mortar and crush it up at all. So Lechayur, it's austere in the Brisa, Menei Obey. And that Gemara says, Hachikama, what's the reason why you can't go and cut it up into quarters the reason is because you can't use a mortar at all on Yontem and in Khanami the Bryce is actually saying you can't do trino, you can't do grinding at all on Yontem and you can't even cut it up if you'd be making it into two pieces or into three pieces but the Gemara asks if that's what the Bryce is trying to tell you just say one thing that you not only use a grinder you not only use a mortar because you go, can't go and do trino at all the Gemara says if you would say that how many you might think maybe you can't use a large mortar which is the standard way to crush things up and 
that's a standard mourner that we talk about in all places. But maybe the dinner will be that you'll actually allow it to go and take wheat and crush it up completely. And even into quarters, you'll be able to do that if you're using a small mortar. On that, Gemara says, Kamash one. Therefore, we teach us both in the Mishnah to show us that we're talking about a Machteshus Tana as well. Because Baisu is saying, no matter how you want to make Tisni, you're not allowed to do it, even if you're going to use a mortar that's a small mortar. Now, Lafizia comes out that you're not allowed to go and crush up wheat, not only if you're doing it into four pots, but even if you're crushing it up at all, you can't do that on Yontav at all, and you can't do it not only in a large mortar, but even in a small mortar. So, Tanya, we have a price that says, Pumfakad, ain't Kaisha Machteshuk Dole, you're not allowed to go and crush up wheat in a large mortar, but you're allowed to use a small mortar, because a small mortar was generally used for spices, by the fact that you're using for wheat, therefore it's a Shinoi, and it's not like you're doing over the Dukhal, and you're allowed to do that on Yontav. So, Gemara answers, Omar Baya, Baya answers, Kitani, I'm Masisu Machteshuk Dole, Tanya, when our price is stated that ain't Kaisha Machteshus, that was referring to the standard Machteshus, which is a Gdola, a large mortar, and Lefizel, we're back to the original Pshat, and we're actually saying, Two different dinim in the brisa. First of all, you now make a tisni no matter what because it's a terchi yisera. Therefore, you can't do it in machteshes gedola and not even in machteshes ketano. And you're never allowed to do it, even though you're going to do it with the shinoi. However, the end of the brisa that says ain't kaisu machteshes is telling you that when you're going to go and crush up wheat, but you're not going to do it so fine, you're not going to do it into quarters, but only in thirds or in halves. Then the din actually is that you can't crush it up using a large mortar, but you can use a small mortar. And therefore, the brisa that we had before is exactly. Exactly like the price that we just brought down, that ain't kaish machtashuk dela, av kaish machtashuk tano. And we turned up Yudal on the base. Rava Amar Rava states loikasho. There's no shverikai between the two different members. Haman v'halahu depends where we're story, talking about. If we're talking about in bubble, where there were no avodim, so therefore for us the din was they could use a small mortar, and that's what the price meant. But in the price that said that there is no difference, and actually the din is that you can't even go and crush something in a machtashuk tano was in Eretz Yisrael where they used to have avodim, and those avodim were mizalzel in the dinam of Yontif, and they were worried that maybe if you'd let them go and crush things in a small mortar, that the Evid would go and actually crush in a large mortar to make their life easier, and they would say that they crushed it in a small mortar, and that's why they had Xera. Rapapi Iklulabay Mashmol, Rapapi actually went to a visit to the house of Mashmol, Aisle Daisa, Tavadim Mashmol brought him some sort of a parage, and he wouldn't eat it. Why won't he eat it? We said in bubble, there's no problem as long as you can use a small mortar. And the Gemara answers, the Chazit have a direct favor. Puppy saw that it was very finely chopped, and therefore he realized that it was done in Machteshuk Tano, but it was done in a way that was too finely chopped. It was a Tirchis here, and that was also even in Machteshuk Tano. So, maybe they actually got, went and chopped it up the day before. So, says the Chazid have a called Tsari that actually the look was very white, and that is only when something is very fresh. And that's why our puppy didn't want to eat it because he realized that, first of all, it was done today, and it was done very fine, and that would be also even though it was done in a small mortar. The Gemara says, Vibayisema, Shani Bema. Another terrorist could be that even though this story had a bubble, but a puppy realized that Mashmol had Avadim who were Pritsusim and they weren't worried and they weren't careful with Hilchasyantim and therefore he didn't want to be Saimach, then maybe it was done yesterday and maybe it was done properly. And we continue with the new Mishnah. Bayer kidneys beyond If someone wants to go and be Bayer and separate beans from its chaff on Yantiv, you could go and do it like you do on Shabbos, only if you go and take the Oichel Mitech Abselos, you have to do it biyad and you have to do it for right away and not to leave over for later on. You could go and even take the psoilus out, which makes it even easier, into your lap, and you don't have to do it to eat right away. And you can even do it with a funnel or with a large plate, so you could do it with a clean and not only with your hands. But you can't use a large board and you can't use a 
fine sieve or a coarse sieve. And the reason is because even though it's mutter to buyer on yacht of a coin to base hill, but these types of kalim are generally used in order to go and sieve out larger quantities, and therefore it will look like you're actually doing something on yatim in order to have more items for tomorrow, which of course is us to go and prepare something from yatim for Khail. And the mission now brings the first time another band of aside from base hill and beshame in our parak, states, that not only can you do methods like Basil stated, but you can even go and fill up a pot of water and the kidneys, which are heavier, will stay on the bottom and the psalis will float to the top and then you could skim it off. And Lefizer, Ragmulil, is more makel even than Basil. However, the Meiri is Gerus over here, Ragmulil, and Ragmulil is actually being Machmer on Basil, Ayin Sham. And the Gemara says, Tani, we learned to the Bryce, Ragmulil, Ragmulil stated, the only time that Basil agreed that you could take the psalis and leave the Eichel is when there's more Eichel than psalis and therefore it's very easy to take off the psalis. But the psalis was greater than the Eichel, Divriak called that even Basil would agree that you have to take off the Eichel and you have to leave the psalis behind. Otherwise, there will be a problem because you're going to have a Tech Yisera. But the Gemara asks, if you have a case where the psalis was greater than Eichel, then the Eichel is bottled the psalis and therefore now the entire mixture becomes Muksa. Me commanded Shari, would Basil agree? Lechayrid is definitely Muksa because it's bottled brave and it's not Chazi for anything. The Gemara answers, of course, when Rabbi Gamliel said his din, he didn't mean that there was actually more psalis than Eichel, and there was a bit of the Eichel to psalis. Of course, there was more Eichel than psalis in Metzius, but it was a case where there was a small amount of psalis, but it was very difficult to pick them out. It was very small pieces, and therefore, in that case, he says, since it could be a Tirchis era, even Basil would agree that you have to take an Eichel mit psalis. Now, of course, there's no problem with over here because the Eichel was not bottle to the psalis because the psalis was the meat. And the Gemara continues, this was the minig and the custom in the house of Rabbeinu Adashim. They would bring a pail full of beans, or They place a lot of water into the pail, and therefore the bad part would actually float to the top. You would get the actual beans or legumes on the bottom, and the psalos will float to the top, and then they were able to skim it off. We learned the opposite that the psalos actually went down and the eichel went up. The Gemara says it depends what they were actually sorting. If there was dirt, dirt of course is heavier than the actual legume, therefore the bean would be on top and the dirt would be on bottom. And if we're talking about straw, the straw would float to the top and the bean would be on the bottom. And we continue with the next mission. Beishamay states, send a gift to your friend, except prepared food, something that you can use on that day, because if you're going to go and give him something that can't be used that day and he has to wait till the next day, then it's a tech and it's an over the call. And Rashi says, it's not something that you can leave over till the next day. Already chopped up meat, katuchas of the archim, the chain dogim, and also fish. If you can even sell live animals and chayas and oif, for example, deer could be eaten on yantav, bain chayin, it doesn't make a difference if they're alive, bain shutin, or if they're already nishkat, mishach yenishman and siltus kidneys. You could also send wine, oil, flour, and beans. Avalait tour, but you're not allowed to send any tour, because that's not something that you'll be able to use on yantav. As we said, you're not allowed to do trina on tour on yantav, as Rashi says, she ain't taken beyond you, you're go and grind you should have prepared that from the day before and the taste will not be worse if you did it and prepared it the day before and therefore you should have prepared it the day before and we don't allow trina on yantiv and that's why even Basil agrees to this din that you now give tua as a present on yantiv however Shimon says it's mutter to give tua and Rashi says because you could go and cook them in a pot you can make them soft and then you could grind them in a small mortar which would be mutter to do on yantiv and we begin the Gemara, Tani Rabbi Chil, Rabbi Chil learned, even though we said you will ask certain sentence, certain gifts, 
to your friend on Yantiv. However, you can't go and make it as an entourage and you can't have a long line of people bringing gifts. And as Rashi explains, because it will create a loud noise and people will start talking about it, and it will look like they're going and taking it to sell in the Shuk, which is also to do. The Gemara says, Tana, we learned, ain't sure the definition of a Shura is when you have three people going to bring gifts, that would be also. But Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi has the following question. Certainly there's no question that if three people are going and they're carrying the same item, that would definitely be also because that looks like you're taking it to a Shuk. But what would be if there are three people and each person is carrying a different item and bringing a different type of gift? So for example, one person has Yayin, one person has Shemen, and one person has meat, would that be Muta or would it be also? Rav Ashi explains, it's Sadeh Machlech, is Mi'ez Lina Basa Kamen Umin Shari, do we say that you look at each min and therefore it's mutter? Just like you could send one person and call min with each of these separate minim without each other and go at separate times, that would be mutter. making a lot of taram and a lot of noise, and therefore it would be also. And the Gemara comes out, teku. The reason why Rabbi Shimon says mutter because you could actually go and use these on yantam. You could take chitim and make from them some sort of a dish with whole grains and you can also use barley and you put it in front of behemoth because that's Michael behemoth and you can use lentils in order to make recisa which is also some sort of a lentil dish that you can make on Yontiv and that's why you could go and give these as gifts on Yontiv and we will stop over here.